Welcome to the Crop Insurance Podcast, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of crop insurance. I'm your host, Mike Rydell, third generation crop insurance agent, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this educational journey. At our family owned and operated business, we've been providing crop insurance expertise for generations. Our goal here is simple, to educate our listeners. Crop insurance can be complex and overwhelming, but I believe that understanding it is crucial for every farmer. So whether you're a seasoned farmer looking to stay updated or a newcomer seeking guidance, this podcast is for you. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about hail. We need to talk about hail in two ways. One, optional hail insurance coverage that you get from a private insurance company. And hail is a named peril that can be covered under your federal crop insurance policy. Let's talk about the latter first. In order for hail damage to trigger a loss on your federal crop, it would have to be damage enough that your bushels harvested or your production harvested is lower than your bushel guarantee, or if you have revenue protection, lower than your revenue guarantee. But a really easy way to look at it is, let's say that you have an APH of 50 bushels per acre, you're at the 70% coverage level. So kind of your general rule of thumb is if you were to harvest less than 35 bushels an acre, whether you're in revenue protection or yield protection, you would have a loss. Now, if you have a hailstorm come through and let's say you have a 80 bushel crop out there, a potential for 80 bushels, and it does some damage to your crop, let's say 50% damage, and now you end up with 40 bushels per acre that you're harvesting, while the hail is a covered peril, because you're going to be harvesting more than your federal crop guarantee, it would not necessarily trigger a loss in that scenario. So that's where hail insurance coverage comes in. This is a policy that's offered by a majority of the MPCI or federal crop insurance companies out there. They all have different hail insurance programs, which have different rates that have different discounts, depending on if you buy it with the application a month later or pay the premium in October. They all have different binding times. Some will bind coverage as low as two hours from the time you enter it into the system. Some it's the next business day, some it's 24 hours. They all vary depending on which company you're with. And because this is a private product, the rates differ quite a bit as well. So this is where the private insurance starts to differ from your federal crop insurance policy. Not all policies are the same under hail coverage. Different carriers are going to have different options out there. We're just gonna discuss a few of these options at a very high level, so you just have some understanding of what hail insurance looks like. So the first thing you have to understand is basic hail insurance coverage. Basic coverage might not be available for all crops. It's still helpful to understand how it works. The way basic hail works, if a hailstorm comes through and you receive 5% damage on your crop, they're going to go out, do a count, they come up with 5% damage, they're going to pay you 5% of your coverage under basic hail. You have a 10% loss, they're going to pay 10%. 15, they're gonna pay 15, all the way up until 100%. They're gonna pay the exact percentage of loss based on what the loss occurred in the field. This is one of the middle of the road products 
because there are no deductibles, there are no benefits, it's just basic hail. Now another hail insurance product that people like to use is known as DDA. Now what DDA is, is it's basic hail with a disappearing deductible that starts disappearing at a 20% loss and is completely gone at a 25% loss. And that deductible is 10%. So with DDA, if you had a 10% hail storm come through, you have a 10% deductible, it's gonna pay 0% of your loss. If you had a 15% hail damage to your crops, you're gonna apply that 10% deductible. Now it's only gonna pay 5%. But once you hit a 25% loss or greater with DDA, it's gonna start paying out dollar for dollar just like basic hail does. Now, why would somebody buy DDA versus basic hail? Because the rate is different. DDA has a cheaper cost per hundred than basic hail does because of that disappearing deductible. Now there's other DD20 crops, DDB, there's a variety of different DDA type crops out there with that disappearing deductible. And again, that varies by crop and by carrier. Another popular hail insurance coverage is Comp 2, which is also known as Top Half Companion. And now what this is, is this is basic hail with a 5% deductible, and then you multiply the loss times two. So if you had a 30% loss that came in, you take that 5% deductible, that's 25 times two is 50. So once you hit a 55% loss or greater, Top Half Companion is gonna pay 100% of your coverage. Now when it comes to a loss scenario, this is a great product to use because it's gonna pay out much quicker than the rest of your other products out there. Now the disadvantage to Top Half Companion or Comp 2 is the rate. The premium rate can be much higher because your loss is paying out so much quicker. Now there are other Comp, so there's Comp 2, there's Comp 3, there's Comp 4, and these are available for different crops on uh, different areas and the rates are obviously going to be much higher as you go up to those comp three and four products because you're going to multiply the loss by three by four it's going to pay out very quickly now each carrier is going to have a limit that they'll put on your various crops per acre some might be as low as 200 dollars an acre some might be as high as 500 or even higher it depends on the different crop insurance carrier how much hail insurance they're willing to put on your crop a lot of the times they do prefer that they write your underlying federal crop insurance policy, but that's not always a requirement. So keep that in mind as well. The next thing to think about is which product's gonna work for you. Now everybody's gonna have different reasons. Somebody that's more budget conscious with their premium per acre, they're gonna be looking at one of these deductible products like a DDA or maybe an XS20 IP here or some of these other products. Somebody that has a little more wiggle room in the budget and is more concerned with the potential in the field versus what their underlying federal crop insurance coverage is, might wanna look at one of these comp products like Top Path Companion to pick up coverage for the quote unquote top half of the crop. Meaning if you sustain a 50% hailstorm, but you have such good potential in the field that a hail loss wouldn't even get paid under federal crop because you'd still harvest more than your guarantee, but you wanna cover that gap, top half companion is gonna pay out very quickly. Uh, one thing to keep in mind is that you don't have to get just top half companion or just basic or just DDA. You don't have to get it all at once and you don't have to put it on 
every acre and you don't have to put the same dollar amount on per acre. The nice thing about hail insurance coverage is that you can put any dollar amounts you want for the most part on any acres you want and any product you want and you can put it on whenever you want. There is not a deadline when it comes to hail insurance necessarily other than hail. Obviously, you can't put hail insurance coverage on a crop that's already been hailed on and expect to get paid on it. Now, having said that, if your crops have been damaged by hail and the damage isn't necessarily severe, some hail insurance companies will come out and send an adjuster and do an adjustment or an appraisal on your field and set that line that says, okay, any damage that occurs above this amount and higher, you can put other hail insurance coverage on and we'll pay it but we're not gonna pay from this percentage of a loss down. Or another thing they can look at is the stage of the crop when the hail damage first occurred, and they can be able to see you know, the bruising on the stem versus shatter and the heads, something like that. They can work with you on adding additional hail insurance coverage, even if it's been hailed on, but an adjuster has to come out, make that appraisal and make that determination with you. That's typically not something you can just do over the phone. There are advantages to having your hail insurance policy with the same crop insurance company that you have your federal crop with. Uh, some of those might be the loss adjustment process. It's just some, it could be one adjuster. The adjuster that's coming out to do your hail insurance adjustment could also end up being your federal crop insurance adjuster at the same time to kind of save you some time in that loss adjustment process. But again, that is not necessarily required. Uh, it's typically just preferred. So being that hail is a named peril policy, you can put endorsements on your hail insurance policy that will add fire. So field grain fire is a standalone policy that a lot of people use. It's a very inexpensive policy that people use that covers fire. Now your federal crop insurance does cover fire but it has to be from an act of God, it can't be man-made. So if there's a combine fire, that's not gonna be covered by federal crop. You would have to get something like field grain fire insurance from one of these hail insurance companies and the rate is very inexpensive, or you can sometimes add an endorsement onto your existing hail insurance policy for a small fee that'll add fire as a named peril with your hail insurance. Uh, these are things to think about when looking at your crops as a lot of people overlook that field grain fire policy because they don't understand that your federal crop insurance policy does not pay for fire when it's man-made. That's something very important to consider as well. At the end of the day, you hope that there is no hail damage and that your crops, if they have this wonderful potential, you're able to take them to harvest. Or as my grandfather used to say, the great white combine in the sky doesn't come for it and you're able to get it in the bin. Either way, hail insurance coverage is a great additional optional coverage to put on your crops if you look like you have a lot of potential out there in the field and you have that gap between your federal crop insurance coverage and what the potential is. Just have that discussion with your crop insurance agent or reach out to us and we can help walk you through that process as well. From my family to yours, thank you very much for listening. I sincerely hope that this presentation has been instrumental in enhancing your understanding of federal crop insurance. 
If you find value in our podcast, we kindly encourage you to subscribe and spread the word among your friends and neighbors. To access further information, please visit our website at thecropinsurancepodcast.com where you'll find the latest podcast episodes, articles, and exciting new features conveniently located in one place. This information is not all-inclusive and is meant to be used only as general guidelines for educational purposes. For additional information, please see Crop Provisions, reference the Crop Insurance Handbook or Loss Adjustment Manual, or contact your crop insurance agent. This institution is an equal opportunity provider and employer. Thank you.